0: Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast, hosted by Makiba
1: and Brittany, two former NFL cheerleaders discussing hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry
0: and revealing the truth behind the palms.
1: Happy New Year and Surprise. surprise! We're back. A little bonus episode for you for the
0: new year. We missed you all too much, so here we are. Yeah, exactly. What are we drinking?
1: We're drinking Moscato 2017, cheers. 18. Well, that's what it says on the bottle.
0: Oh, I was like, what are we talking So <laughs> It's New Year's up for 19. It's
1: very good. I like it. You do? Is it cold enough?
0: Mm-hmm. Could
1: be colder. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. okay. I don't remember really okay like for things. my fridge.
0: I like it. We won't
1: get it. <laughs> we
0: don't have a bottle this time, you guys.
1: It's just a glass. Mm-hmm. Because it's another celebration, so we're right. not always going to drink, I don't know, maybe we will for season two. Let us
0: know if you like the alcoholic version of our <laughs> the podcast. But no, this is to, te- to tears, to toast, to... <laughs> oh, God dang It's it. just her first sip, I promise. My goodness gracious, but we wanted to toast 2018,
1: right? And then... You guys are going to be counting down into the new year, so we had
0: our top five countdown for you today. Yes, of all of the wonderful occurrences in our space, in the pro cheerleading industry, what are the top five things that we thought really should make our countdown list? Some big things happen. Right. But first, some cheer chat. Where were we last night with Eva? <laughs> we went to the final home game of the Seattle Seahawks season, thanks to... Our girl Monica, she was so sweet to give us tickets. Yeah, yeah thank actually, you. She, was woke, so she called and I sounded like a frog, but uh, she offered tickets, and I'm like, well, "Morning of. morning up." Mm-hmm. But no, so much fun. Thanks for taking me, Mikiya, and course. thanks, Monica. Thank you so much. It was great to see the girls and. Um, you know, I know what that feels like, obviously, that last game where you know, you know, the playoffs might be happening, but if you don't have home field advantage, it's like, this is your last chance to dance, man, so, shout out to the girls, I think yeah, they'll definitely, they did great, they did super, super great, super great, if somebody said that in my job, i love it, <laughs> super, super great, great. <laughs> anyway, um, one of the things we noticed, right, at the game was just how intricate the choreography has been this year, because of the fact but they are not wearing high-heeled boots anymore. The crappy, right. high-heeled boots from hell. Do you
1: think it's the chicken or the egg? Do you think she was going to... Well, she changed the boots. The director changed the boots. But yeah. I'm wondering if it was like, I want to change the boots to have more dancey choreography or, mm. um, wait, what would be the I other option? <laughs> or
0: just like, I want to change the look of the boots. Right, it and looks now more, we can yeah. have more. I would imagine that it might have been... I want to be able to do more things.
1: And have the Seagals be known as,
0: like, a really
1: technical dance team. Yeah, I mean, I team. think,
0: what do you think? Before the boot conversion, Where we... I think we did pretty dang on good in the boots.
1: Uh, I kind of
0: hated the boots
1: because, as we've talked about, I'm not, like, a classically trained dancer. Right. So, busting out those leaps and kicks weren't too bad in the boots, but, like, the not double turns hard. and... On Leaping turf. onto your heel, that's like an ankle snapper, for sure. Because you're landing
0: in heels. Can you imagine that? And All these turf. heel classes, do they do leaps? No. Nail. I've seen,
1: like, quadruple turns, but that's a whole other that's story. That's
0: not true. Leaps are a little off. And then we're dancing on turf. We're dancing in the elements. It could be Rain. All, all kinds We've of stuff. We've never had snow, but it's been pretty cold and like sideways rain at us. It's been extra. And you got all these things going on. You got your outfit, your you know, the uniform. I did feel like at times with those like pants that we would wear with the boots, the, my pants, if they started to get wet, they tended to drag down. And so I'm like, yeah. my, boots, my, my pants leg like, is catching on the boot heel. I feel like they were a little bit of a liability at times. Yeah, but you're right. Doing leaps in
1: those. Hi-hoo those boots. always freaked me out I never I mean I, my leap was never the greatest but it definitely wasn't good in those boots yeah and people were shocked that we actually danced a whole game in those those weren't just promotional footwear like we were dancing for four hours plus in those that's boots.
0: why I would like for preseason games when we were in our I love those pants nobody else did but the sexy white pants
1: <laughs> you're because, the only one that
0: looked good in them that why. Oh I love those pants but it was because we got to dance in our freaking tennis shoes and I was like this is that's what true you know, just to get a break from, like, first half where you're, like, in the halter or whatever's going on. And then you finally get to change into those pants and tennis shoes. But And we wore those pants, too,
1: for some reason with our rain jackets. <laughs> so that was another, you know, yeah. positive to the raining. Is Sometimes you change into your outfit for mm-hmm. the rain and it would mm-hmm. be tennis shoes. So you're like, oh, my goodness, finally. Thank but God. there was a season, I think it was your last season... If not, both of my last seasons, we did never wore shoes at the game. Not once. Oh, yeah. We did not mm-hmm. get into our
0: tennis shoes my last year. Yeah. I was not happy about that. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> but, you know, they definitely, I mean, the choreography is way more intricate. I mean, it's super impressive. It almost looks a little NBA-ish, I think. Yeah. It's a lot going on, lots of ripples, lots of level changes, like the choreography. I mean, I just think it's almost freeing. Like, oh, gosh, now we can do, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, Oh, but I was going to say,
1: too, that, like, our first season, I mean, this is getting way too into the boot styles, but we yeah, had... are talking boots. Yeah, we're okay. talking boots we're right talking now. Boots. This is cheer chat. So, uh, the toe was round, and the heel was pretty thick and clunky. It was fine. That was better. They weren't clown
0: boots. Yes, they were. They that. weren't
1: very flat. So I, I like what we upgraded to. I think With it the was the pointy. year that I was... Didn't make it back on, you guys upgraded, but the heel was skinnier, it was like yes. cut in half. Oh, it was, it, was super, small. yeah, it was like half the size, less of a
0: platform. So, I definitely like would miss that a lot more. In those. I think it was higher, and too. it was higher, it was definitely higher, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, if you think about NFL, rest of the NFL Tudors, from what I can see in photo galleries, like some of them have like a very, a smaller heel. I mean, I know I've seen girls that look like they're in the same boots as that we had, but mm-hmm. um. It definitely seems to be more of a trend of a a shorter heel. Right. Like they're... They're a little
1: cowboy booty. um, Yeah. um, Just that style where they're kind of loose around the ankle, and then they have, like, just a thicker heel, but it's not lifting you
0: up. Almost like a...
1: What do you call those? Wedgy? Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a wedge. Wedge. Almost like that. Um, But we notice that we think because the boots are tight to the whole calf... Right. And almost to the knee... It almost looks like, when you stare at them long enough, it almost looks like the girls are wearing socks. You pointed that yeah. out, and I was, like, tilting
0: my head, like, oh my gosh, yes. It does, I mean, because it's so form-fitting, it just, and they're just white. And they're just white. It, I mean, it very much looks like a part of their leg, mm-hmm. like how socks would be. And then, I mean, it was just interesting, like, the t- the tickets in our um, section for Seattle Family Friends or whatever is in the 100 level, but... Um, Everybody on the squad just ends up looking pretty compact and yeah. short in those um, boots because it's it cuts off a lot of their leg, and then it's mm-hmm. just, um, there's no heel to kind of elevate, and so everybody looked pretty munched right. size. Squad one looked like, oh, they
1: have a kid squad now, you know? This, it, that it sounds mean, but it, it, it you just know, shrinks everybody. It does. It Even like everybody. squad four doesn't
0: look like squad four. No. and this is based on height, guys. You know, squad one would be the the shorter girls, and squad four, the tallest squad, but it almost makes everybody on the same level, too, I would say, because the squad, except for the um, squad one, where they're really, really petite girls, but it definitely, sh- it robs everybody of height.
1: Yeah, and I felt like I needed that, honestly, I feel like a little bit of height makes you look slimmer, and... what's well, more flattering, I It think. is, and not like the girls look bad, I just, personally, I would kind of prefer our old boots, even though they were such a pain to dance in. And like you said, it's like a rite of passage. Like, you got to freaking dance in those and do a double turn. And if rain. you can kill it in those plastic... You can uh, do you anything, know, Yeah, awesome. costume boots. <laughs> you can literally do anything.
0: But I think they must wear them for some promos. So they probably, you know, can at least appreciate the difference and try mm-hmm. to imagine what it'd be like. Because when, when you went to Hong Kong, you're, like, stomping around all of Hong Kong in those boots. Yeah,
1: we did their parade, which... which I don't know how long it was, but it's... Couple, you basically make a huge rectangle and a couple blocks, and we wore our whites and we wore our boots mm-hmm. on the cement. and We had a crazy techno dance that we did three
0: or four that times. That dance was like almost legit, in a row, crazy, yeah, action packed. It was I don't know insane. How you guys did that, and
1: it was actually hot there. It was kind of a bad situation.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll have some
1: story time next season about <laughs> all of our traveling adventures. Oh my gosh. But yeah,
0: those are not, like when we, even when we did Torchlight Parade, we did it in our tennis shoes, so we weren't right. actually stomping on concrete in them. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, the heel, and whether it's turf, concrete, whatever, they were challenging the dance in. But maybe for the for the girls with the, the boots now, if they were a little shorter so they didn't come up as high on the knee. Give them more leg. A little more leg action. And, and like, maybe not tight to the skin. Wouldn't you agree? Because yeah. that's
1: what, to yeah, me, they is they making look sock, it look
0: sock-like. sock-like. And they need a logo or something, break up the yeah. white, break up the white, put a hawk head on put there, put a little because that's cute. Mm-hmm. All the teams that have like the, the team logo on the boot, I think it just makes it more part of the uniform look. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they're comfortable to dance in, yeah, for the girls. I mean, I think we heard that they're kind of very fit to their, their custom, lead. yeah, and all that good stuff. Sounds interesting, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like.
1: Because they're higher quality and potentially, like, leather or some other material, you Instead probably only have one pair. Yeah, and plastic. Plop? PVC
0: or whatever it's called. <laughs> what was our crap? I mean, you... I don't know. We would, like, fix our boots throughout the year. They got scuffed with, like, nail polish remover. Yeah, you could take off any scuffs. Yeah. And with leather, that probably... They're costume different. boots. So, the go-go boots you would buy for, like, right. you know, a 70s costume at the costume store. Well, hopefully it's a better situation in an upgrade. Mm-hmm. We definitely notice, obviously, the difference in what you're able to do, obviously, in shorter boots. But everybody looks short. Yeah. And you know me. I'm kind of short, but I have a complex about being short. Right. So I would have probably had a really hard time with that. Like, where is my... Because I have long legs for my height. I think that's why I'm in denial. But if it was covering up my whole calf and and it's just my thighs, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I love my thighs, you know. But that just... I would have felt this. It just would have. It wouldn't have necessarily been a, the right look. Right. On totally. Anyway. Yeah. But that's why I'm not out there. So I guess who cares? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was cheer chat worthy because you know. Yeah, it we was. At, looking at it noticed. But they oh, looked great and a lot of energy and it's always sad but fun to dance your last game in the stadium. It's always. Right. Fingers crossed for that Super Bowl appearance. So. You never yes, know. We could do, do it. it. No. Wild do card it.
0: can get hella wild, but you know, for all the girls who's you know they're. It's so sad because it's like your season essentially wraps. You so know, mm-hmm. you don't need to have practices unless you're having home games. And so it goes by so fast. So hopefully everybody lives it up to the fullest. You have 10 games unless you got some home season, home season, home field advantage. Right. I think I am already. Uh-oh, like, really? You're not even stitching. Did, did you um have breakfast? No. <laughs> <laughs> Kiva. <All right. laughs> That's okay. It helps, you know. Speed the process along. Anyway. No, I'm fine. I'm good. Shake it off. (sighs) Got this? Okay. Well, shout out to all the girls who cheered their butts off all season long. You have more time on your hands. Start the new year off all productive and stuff. And give yourself some time. Catch up with friends. Spend time with your families. Go on vacation. You know, get need, ready for oh, auditions. Travel. Seriously, oh those are going to be here any second too. Oh. which is exciting. <laughs> yes, right around f- f- March. March, f- March time frame. You definitely get the itch again to start preparing. So, we will have episodes coming up, season two, yep, and three, covering audition prep stuff. So, stay tuned. Yeah, you ready for, for our countdown? Yeah,
1: let's, okay, let's do it. Let's start with some um, shameless plug. Okay. But we only have five, we're just gonna keep it hopefully short. Um, no, you guys, not. you know, yeah. I know, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but number five is launching our podcast. So give us some stats, Akiva, on you know, just shout I mean, us out. We I did just so okay, well. let's just break it
0: down because this is we're so new, obviously. <laughs> To podcasting, right? But I mean, for us to come up with the idea end of August, literally, like, I think mean, it was I like feel August like it was, even I, later. was it? When August? I called you with the crazy idea. Okay. Yeah. And then for us to launch two months later, after True. much research and figuring out what the hell we were doing, um, with, you know, that was October 31st. And then for basically the month of November and the month of December, we had about a thousand downloads each month. So, I think that's pretty dang on good, considering. Like, most people, when you po- launch a podcast, you unless you're already famous or you're already part of a radio network, it's probably, you know, it's not like you're coming with fans already. Like, who are we? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, people kind of got to special, us, but but seek us out, and
1: yeah, we're, just we're trying team. to be active on social media,
0: to, just so people can, like, oh, who are they? And right. be interested. But it's been word of mouth, yeah. and obviously all the wonderful support of everybody who's been listening, so we love you. Thank you so freaking much. But... I think that's pretty good. It to is have really beach. good. I mean, we'd love to see that growth continue. I mean, I think we're still figuring some things out, but we're going to be spreading the word about what we're doing. We have so many exciting things for Season 2 coming up, but it's just, we thought that that was number five, or definitely making the countdown, because, you know, while the Dallas Cow leaders do have a podcast for their team, um, this is the first podcast of this type that's covering mm-hmm. pro cheerleading as a whole, and... It's so exciting. we like made history, technically. Yeah, that's like, just so yay, <laughs> so yay, so yeah.
1: that's all. But yeah, thank no, you, I'm also to just
0: all the listeners for helping it be such a success. Because if it weren't for you, it'd be me and Brittany talking to us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, which many people have told us that, like, you guys need to, you know, start a podcast, or you guys are so funny, or yeah. just in general, like, you know, the pedestrian crew getting together and talking about just what, what we love, yeah. which yeah. is dancing and you know being part of the team. So. Um, it's been really fun and we appreciate all the awesome feedback and we have a few reviews, but keep them coming, you know, positive or negative. Just let us know what you guys think. For sure. I mean, it's
0: getting, I love that it's getting pretty juicy, but just for, you know, everybody who's been giving us feedback, we value it so much and we're definitely open to it. We'll probably do a little bit more revealing, like what we're going to talk about next um, just it's so true. that people can get a chance to give some feedback, et cetera, et cetera. So, we're excited. Yeah, we things got a game kind of... plan. Oh, yeah. And indeed. we're really excited. I'm really excited for this. Well, what did we come tip? up with?
1: So, one of the things that we're going to do, and we're actually going to post this week, is called Wonder Woman Wednesday.
0: Love and it. So, Yeah,
1: I think you came up with it, because you were like, what's that theme song for Wonder okay, Woman? Okay, so I'm
0: old, so it's not like Wonder Woman, the movie that came out a few years ago. This is like...
1: 1970.
0: 1970. Oh, shit, really? That one? <laughs> Damn. But back in the diggity day, it was just like some Wonder Woman theme song. And, like, this is when, you know, you just wanted the whole outfit. You wanted right. to be Wonder Woman. But, you know, we have some awesome women that make up our industry. And, you know, we were debating, like, as a podcast, how can we bring life to these women where we can talk about them? And not just, like, going off of their bio, but just, like, really getting a feel for who makes up these squads like you know when we think about our team there were just a huge variety of women careers backgrounds interests super talented women not just on the field but just outside of it so we wanted to be able to like create an avenue where we can shout people out but also others can too right right yeah
1: if you have like a teammate or even yourself and you just feel like maybe You're busting your butt out there, or you're involved in, like, a non-profit, or some kind of charity, or none of that. Maybe you're just a single mom of two, and, like... Bringing it. Yeah, and just bringing it, and, like, I also cheer for the Colts or something. Like, we would love to give you kind of the spotlight
0: and the shout-out. Because because we know how difficult it can be sometimes to kind of get... Not that we all are like attention whores or anything, but you know, you get no, a you're little are of with even in your team sometimes. Like, there's yeah. pool selection, That's super exciting. There's, you know, squad
1: leaders, like you know, the four squads. There's squad leaders in that. Right. Um, right. Every team has their own like little program, or sometimes Awards they announce with some yeah, different recognition, right? Like rookie of the year or cheerleader of the year kind of thing, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when there's a team of 30 girls, you're not going to really get the shout out that you deserve or appreciation.
0: Right. You know, so, so that's so it makes you want to kind of just the unsung hero type. Thing. Yeah. Like, who are the quiet, kicking ass people that probably deserve a, a worthy and one? It's so one cool dimension. to be like, oh my gosh, I'm tagged in something. What is it? And it's basically like, yes, you're awesome. Props. Keep it up. You know, we appreciate you. Yeah. And And so we do need like, little crowd participation points because the bios are always so dry Hello when I was looking at some of the team sites not all of them even include bios on the picture a picture of just uh-huh. a freaking roster picture which you know can we not do that yeah um, it's going a little backwards it is it's just like uh, and you know can we collect more information that is worthwhile not just the tenure on the team and where they're from and
1: it should copies. say their name where they went to college or something, and then, like, every girl has to be, like, the most interesting thing about me is, something. Like, yes. I mean, it doesn't something. need to be that long.
0: Does that really take up that much space? No. So we're a little bit of, you know, for the teams that don't have rosters that have bios, we're going to have to really rely on you guys or just some extra... Maybe they picked it up in their, you know, team media where they actually decided to do an article about one of the girls, but we're going to be doing our research yeah. and picking a wild woman Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what it's called. Well, we thought about that, but that's already yeah. taken. So that's why Let's we came it, up with Wonder well, Woman. Yeah, Wednesday. because the a lot of Falcons' cheerleaders, we noticed that. I mean, I follow them on Twitter, and I thought it was awesome that they were trying to spotlight their girls and try to give them props for the things that they do. You know, as far as their careers and things like that. So we didn't want to steal that thunder. Right. I so like Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman better Wednesday. I'm just kidding. No, cool. it's cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, stay tuned and listen to the theme song because you know we're going to have to play it. Yep, educate some of these newbies <laughs> and millennials out there what music sounded so like true. in the 70s.
1: And anybody's welcome to submit semi pro, like hockey girls,
0: anybody, lacrosse, everybody. anybody and everybody, even if they're not even a dancer. Shout out your director, too. Like, yeah, that's she's true. just like, you know, new. I mean, there's been like a, you know, some turnover, I would say, in the um, NFL directors, at least from what I've been able to tell. Um, so just shout out whoever. It could be the assistant director. It could be whoever. Yep. Anybody in our world, male or female. True. Let us Wonder know. Man Wonder <laughs> Man <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll have to come up with something for like, what's the man day? Monday? Man Crush Monday. Oh, yeah. Man Crush Monday. Who came up with this
1: shit? Man Killing It my, No. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, it. we'll come up with something. There's only
0: three so far.
1: Oh, okay. unless you count like some NBA teams have like yeah. their dance crew. And oh, they do. Yeah. And
0: something the Wizards have, you know, just anything too. and everything. You know, just yeah, we'll we'll give it a remix if it's not a woman. How about yeah. that? <laughs> Number four
1: is Kayla Morris for the San Francisco Forty ers kneeling. Yes. So that was a huge moment for us, and we were super excited. And really trying to figure out who that girl was. Oh my like, gosh, she was Who's a that girl? girl. Na, 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 na. Okay, we'll cut that <laughs> I love out. You no, know but <laughs> he's the best. Yeah, and um, she finally followed us back. That's
0: right. But it kind
1: of fizzled out. It was like a huge blew up Blue moment. Splash. Like everybody was after this girl in terms of like trying to figure out who she was. Yep. Probably trying to get her to interview. And then it kind of like
0: eh. so. You said you heard that she was still. Kneeling. I think at least for the first couple of weeks that I was trying to pay attention, I mean, there was just, like, no mention of it. But that's just a really interesting, thing. what can happen to your voice, because we were pumped because of the timing of her doing it. It was, like, right after, close to the time that we launched, it was so on point with our Shut Up and Dance episode that we were just like, wow, like, did she listen to it? And we're like, right? No, I mean, no, we're not going to take credit for it, but, but you know, if you get that kind of media frenzy, like, everybody all over you trying to figure out... Going viral and just... Yeah, and then... By them not continuing to report on it, it's just basically, like, even if she was kneeling every single game to this day, the fact that it's not talked about or wasn't continued to kind of be part of the dialogue just almost, like, shuts your voice down. Right, like, who shut it down? Is it the organization? Was it the cheerleading squad? what choice did she really have? Like, maybe... I mean, I I find it very, very interesting. I mean, you can have... If you take that act to, to protest, you obviously have something that you want to say. You're doing it in a non-violent and, like, silent demonstration. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, like, did she want to do interviews? Did she want to s- give a statement as to where she was coming from and was basically... Sh- did she have to shut up? That's what I want to know. Right. I'm looking to make sure she makes a squad next year if she freaking auditioned. Not that I'll have, like, visibility of whether she did... Well, maybe. She Sometimes they post a finalist. Yeah. But I'm really curious what happens to her beyond this season. Yeah, and I didn't want to,
1: like, jump on her. We didn't want to, like... Once she started following us. It was. was And maybe we should. You know, we'll keep you guys updated. And, you know, if she reaches out to us even. Or back to us. Because I'm probably going to reach out. Um, (laughs) But just to see, like, what has come of it. You know, why did you do it? And was your team supportive?
0: Like, how how would it have been if the team all was like, yeah, let's all kneel. You know, we support you.
1: That would be really...
0: I feel like she probably may have been on an
1: island to some extent. You think it was a last second decision? Her? Yeah, like in the moment. Ah. Like, I'm just going to kneel. Nah. I think she planned. I think Kayla
0: felt it and then did it. I mean, I think it was definitely, I think she must have deliberated. Do you think they didn't let her go because they knew a lawsuit would happen soon after? (laughs) I think they definitely probably had a sense for Sure, they just wanted it to die down and go away. Like, yes, the media frenzy happened, but we're just going to. Because that's the truth.
1: Yeah. Okay, even with celebrities making mistakes or saying inappropriate things, like, honestly, just wait it out. Yeah. Because in the next month, somebody else is going to mess up and no one's going to even remember what you did. But
0: you know what was missing from the whole dialogue? Yeah. i getting a little feist. Okay, let me calm down, drink some Yeah,
1: and she didn't mess up. I'm not saying that. But it's just like. Media yeah, and like social media, it's, it's like, so like, what's next?
0: What's new? What's fresh? Yeah, because so... it changes the dialogue and then people move on. It's like, yeah. we... where are the players? Yeah, okay, where are the players who were very vocal? I'm thinking like Malcolm Jenkins, I'm thinking freaking uh, god dang it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all these people, the that main
1: bad. guy who was. Colin Kaepernick.
0: Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I need to eat something. Um, Colin, I mean, where was there any, like, if expression you girl of and just, support? Yeah, it could have that's been, very like, true. a fist tweet to, I mean, not that she has a Twitter account that I can think. but something that just says, you know what, we see you, we appreciate you supporting, you know, not even supporting the cause, but just something that... Acknowledges that she stuck her neck out of line, which is a little different than you guys sticking hello, your neck out of we the line. We cheer on you every, cheer for you every game. Yeah, and you
1: can't just even like, hey, this girl's awesome and anything totally support and just, you.
0: And let's just be real; we can even think about that beyond just Kayla kneeling. But um, when you think about like the NFL cheerleaders that came forward like all summer long, and these articles coming out, not one player has any sort of reaction. Like that's effed up. Pay hey, the girls, or you know, like any kind of not join, joining. They're trying in to get their money
1: though too. Think about true, that. All the players are fighting for like, oh,
0: you know, don't <sighs>
1: resign the quarterback oh, because now yeah, there's less money for me and.
0: I get it. That's I, pretty I just ridiculous. Disappointing. It's disappointing. Yeah, it's totally. disappointing, especially when you think about some of the inequities and for them to come to light. Even NBA, like, keep it real. I know there's something later in the countdown about NBA, but the players have been silent. I think it's very telling. And I'm disappointed in every single one of you. Uh oh. Well, it. I agree. Um, that's my you mind. know they're, they're never held accountable us. or expected much of, and they can just
1: say whatever they want and promote whatever they want, and you know. I just would have had a lot of
0: respect for any player. I don't care if it wasn't like a main. I can't believe I can't. Pretty you know, you know, get think girls. They don't need to support but it's just us like, to you get. You like get I us. would have had a lot of respect if a player decided to for say, sure. "You know what? That's not right." Like we get, you know, millions and millions of dollars. I'd have a lot more respect if I see that coming out of NBA players, you know why? Because, you know, their ca- contracts are more guaranteed. They make a shit ton more money. So it's like one of those people on that roster of an NBA team can s- just shed a little bit of light to say, you know what? This is any- there's no excuse for yeah. this. Like, especially their heads aren't getting bashed in every exactly. other weekend. So so they have fun. You have your whole brain there and functioning. Come on, think Come a little. On. You I know? just think
1: it would actually be
0: nice to get a little bit of acknowledgement. Just the... like, is
1: anybody recognizing what these girls are saying or what they go through? Yeah. Like, we see it, too. If just you... respect, recognizing exactly. greatness, recognizing greatness, you Thank know? you. Thank that's you.
0: all it is. That's all it is. God dang it. Okay, I'm off my okay. tangent. I know I get so lazy. That's
1: kind of it for that one, huh? We're going to kind of keep you guys posted and see right. if...
0: But cheers to her just for... Coming forward and doing mm-hmm. what she believed in, I think it's was a very, that was really exciting. A, this very year. good decision for her, and I hope that she's not in any way indirectly or otherwise punished for it. Yeah. Cool. Kayla, well, we're gonna be watching you. I'm yeah. just kidding, <laughs> she did <laughs> accept
1: <laughs> her friend request. So that's,
0: that's a step. I think that's a step. But
1: I didn't want to totally jump on her, you know, yeah. right when she accepted it. So
0: that's yeah, because 'cause we're you know we're we're a friendly voice. We're mm-hmm. not, I don't think we're, like, media in our minds, right? I no. Mean, we want to cover topics that cover pro-cheerleading, but not, like, I don't want to be treated like a reporter who's mm-hmm. trying to, like, I mean, if we want to interview, it's just because we really want to share your voice with everybody else, but we've been on the other side. We know what yeah. it's like to, like, have people reach out to you. I mean, it's, you know, when you just kind of either can't talk or... A good idea to talk, or you know, yeah, you can't because it's a conflict
1: with another sponsor, yeah. But, anyways, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three, what is it? It's the Miami Dolphins calendar and the change and shift of their organization yes. overall. Yes, yes. So, I feel like it's kind of unfortunate that it seems like, um. Kristen Ann Ware kind of missed this boat. I know. I totally like almost took her advice and went this very like wholesome, um, like stripped down in terms of like makeup and like the yes. glamour look. Like
0: if you go, we'll link it below, but like if you go to their website, all of the bios are black and, or their profile pictures are black and white, um, the girls are like no makeup, it's just... A very very personal campaign. It's just mm-hmm. like we're just like you. Their Instagram feed is, um, you know, these long ass messages posts, really. But they're talking about the girls and their virtues and their qualities and like what makes them who they are. Like what speaks to their values. And so it's just kind of very different. It's yeah. not like any other way of talking about NFL cheerleaders one by one and getting a spotlight on what they believe in. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it was refreshing. So, the whole calendar is black and white too? No, um, I don't, I mean, we need to buy. Okay, we do. Know that
1: was part of what we wanted to even do, like when we were yeah. brainstorming before launch, is to get these calendars and kind of do like a, not even a review, but just see the the angle and the Let's look do that it. they go.
0: We should. Let's do it. We're okay. not, you know, for YouTube. We'll definitely just, that calendar is what I would buy. I hear the Redskins did something somewhat similar. That's like what I'm confusing it with. Um, oh, okay. The Redskins and the Dolphins. I think the Redskins went this whole sisterhood route, too. Um, I, I mean, I just think there's a shift going on within the NFL where they're really trying to talk about and promote their squads in a different kind of a way. Mm-hmm. And I think that Miami should have made the countdown because it was a different... Con- I mean, my impression of the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders before they did this, not even with Chris Ann Weir's situation, was just... Very, like, um, I mean, nice I saw it in an article, and I was like, yes, that nails Victoria it. Victoria's Secret. Secret models, mm-hmm. you know, because, because they were, that. like,
1: drop-dead gorgeous. They went this whole, like... Well, Kristen is. I mean, her photos of her at the game was yeah, like, oh, my gosh,
0: beautiful. stunning. Yeah. But then, you know, the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders also did, like, were the first ones to open up their audition. No, not first, because I believe the Cowboys get a lot of international... Oh, true. Candid- um, ...girls auditioning. But, but I think they ran, like, some of their uh, auditions internationally or something right. no, like I that, that I, I think they did something mm-hmm. unique um, but it was always just like a very broad spectrum of super ultra gorgeous women and I think Chrisanne said in one of her interviews it seemed like they were going that route over talent too mm-hmm. in the way that they were picking people but um, for them to take this you know what I would like to see what Miami Dolphins cheerleaders to the extent they were influenced by what happened with Chrisanne where wanted to clean up shop figure this out and it wasn't just a marketing ploy because they got sued, invite that woman back to the squad, right? Like if you cleaned up your house enough to like change that culture and that mean girl BS, I'm going to bully you because you're a virgin dynamic. Not to say that she would drop her lawsuit, but it's a it's an extension of just like what you're really, really, truly about, right? Because you can stall things out in litigation forever. Like you can see like lawsuits that were filed way back in the t- 2010, 2011. They're, they're, still, not, they're not done. done. Yeah. No, so I it's like... I, didn't I know just, that. And if you drown, you know, people in their resources with their legal counsel, I mean, this can go on, you know, forever. And it's so moved by that. And this is her life as a dancer, and I'm sure she's still... Well, maybe she's like, I'm done. I wouldn't go yeah, back. that's true. You don't know where she's coming from. It, yeah. But, but I mean... Well, if,
1: would they invite her to audition?
0: Oh, true. Or do, does she yeah, just automatically true. get yeah. bad, added Add, on to the team? I think it can be an expression of, like, you know what, we learned from this situation. We have made some changes. We really understand where you are coming from. And maybe it's just a part of settling the lawsuit for all we know. I mean, I, I don't know that she was part of that um, case where they were saying, if we can just get a meeting with the NFL commissioner, mm-hmm. then we will settle the case for a dollar. Like, we just want to right. meet with you and talk and about these issues. Therapy's. And get it hanged out. Yeah. And, but... You know, I just think it would be a a sign of good faith where it's just like... Because I keep thinking about these girls' careers. Their dance careers are kind of like cut short because of them standing up for what they believe in. And it's sad to me. But they, you know, there's other things to do with your life. I mean, it's not like you necessarily have to come back to it. But I think she's comfortable based on some of her statements with just kind of like, I changed, I did this so that other people can have a better experience. So Yeah. But it would have been nice if she...
1: And she's doing a lot, and uh, she's very active on her social media, and the things that she's saying is very powerful, so maybe she feels more empowered off the team than on, than it. on it, even with the changes. That's true. That's true. And that's fair. Yeah, that is fair, because maybe it'll be like, you know, now you have to set your things to private, and, and we've talked about that, like, honestly, I kind of agree with a lot of that stuff, because it's a security and, you know, safety precaution, but, right. um, you know, maybe she's like, I don't really want to give up. What I'm going for now, but I agree. I think they should be like, however you feel about us or you know the lawsuit, you can keep it or whatever. But we just mm. want to let you know that you inspired us to change. Exactly. And I like, think that
0: would close. It the totally moment. would.
1: I think it gives you The organization said that and kind of like, we're sorry you had to experience that because, like you said, maybe they cleaned house even with the people that were doing the interview or their director. I'm not sure, but yeah, some of
0: these people have kept their jobs. But I'm not sure exactly about the Dolphins. Um, I think the Redskins' director's still there. I don't. I don't remember hearing anything about the uh the Dolphins changing leadership, but I think it would just be a sign of class and um, you know, just something, mm-hmm. something. But I think it's still an, um a move that's worthy of kind of noting that they took a different direction altogether and stripped down to what they really felt was important, what they really wanted to be about. So. That was cool. And that's I why it's it. number three. Number three.
1: Okay, number two. We're getting close to our, end, yeah. our countdown as we enter the new year. Um, but there was an NBA article that was super yes. awesome. It was like an extensive research project done by Abby Haglish. Right. And um, basically, it was an article outlining and following and interviewing the dancers and their organizations. And it mm-hmm. kind of revealed some upsetting and shocking things that
0: we hadn't heard from the NBA before. Right. And it's just so timely. That's why I'm so happy we did this podcast. I'm sorry to, like, go back to number five and stuff. Number but five is really number one. But. <laughs> We're trying to hide it. Yeah. Than... No, but just because it, you know, it was something that when we started this and wanting it to be beyond NFL, but obviously because of all the news articles about the NFL at the time, I mean, I just kept, I was just like, what is it like in the NBA? Like, is it like, is it what we experience, or is it different? Like, Are they, you know, a model example of how to treat pro cheerleaders? And I actually really was thinking it's greener. Yeah. Even with interviewing Marisha before that article came out, it was like, oh, it is freaking greener over there. Right. And then for that article to come out that same week that we were dropping the interview, it was just kind of like, oh no. Oh no. Well, and I think some
1: people reacted kind of negatively to the article. And... I definitely have had my apprehensive, like, or just wanting to hold back what I really think about the NFL things because that was not my experience at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I struggled with certain aspects during my career, like the weight or whatever, but um, when we were at the game, we were talking to some other alumni that were at the game and they were like, I knew going in that it was going to be tough, that we were going to be dancing outside, that there was going to be a weight requirement, you know, kind of certain, like you know, things that were going to be expected of me and to then complain about them, it's a little like, eh,
0: it's yeah, no, kind of you're a stretch, so right. you're so you right. know, because it's kind of like, I mean, if you know about the risks and kind mm-hmm. of go in eyes open, you know, to, to like you said, kind of switch gears and then just kind of like, what was me at the end? I mean, and I think the, the, it's not a little entitlement. I think everybody's entitled to what they're for sure, guaranteed by law that they should receive me in terms of fair treatment, fair pay, etc. But, um, you know, to some extent, it's like, you know, if you think about dancers who go to New York or L.A., nobody's going to, like, baby you and totally, like, pump you up all day and make you feel like you're the best person ever. Right. A lot of these industries are meant to, like, kind of tear you down and, like, you figure your shit out and you build your own self back up. But it's not like there's going to be all this coddling, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I think maybe it even could be deemed, to some extent, a generational thing because, right. you know, a lot of people just took the shit and just dealt with it, adjusted, had their friendships, made it through. I mean, when you think of the years that cheerleading has been in existence, at least in the NFL, it's like... 35 know, years. What about our cheerleading ancestors? Like, a lot yeah. of these women were probably part of the squads when it was probably worse, if you think about it. A lot I've worse. I've heard crazy stories. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, none of them said anything, mm-hmm. and so... Um, it's just really interesting but it is hard when you kind of get a skewed perspective of what it is like so there's going to be some Mm -hmm. awesome experiences people who you know have nothing but great things to say about their time in the NFL just because the opportunities it presented you know a lot of people are famous now based on the start that they had dancing whether NFL or NBA Mm -hmm. and so they may have like a completely different experience and yeah yeah and it's you know and I think it just needs to be balanced. I think Abby did a great job in her article of just presenting the facts that she gathered. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, a wide enough variety of teams, 14 different teams to... It's not like she just found three unhappy people or, you know, hella unhappy people. Yeah, on exactly. like Three or five teams and then just blew it she up. She took and her tried. time. Definitely. And, def- and tried to get responses from the teams to counter the information that she was receiving. And what she was saying in some of these interviews is just like, hey, I reached out to them to give them an opportunity to respond And it was very watered-down responses of, like, we value these girls. They're part of the organization. It's the same blurb over and over again, but it's no real teeth to it, no meat behind it. And I just thought, from a journalistic perspective, that she definitely handled her business Mm -hmm. and presented the information well, almost as passionately, but just kind of like, it's black and white. Like, you didn't pay the girls. And No, things
1: definitely need to change. Like, there's issues. I'm not saying that you know, there shouldn't be change or improvement, but it's kind of like not everybody had an awful time, and I feel like sometimes, sometimes the articles levels. paint that, and then it makes us look All even worse for doing yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, well, then why do you even do it? You're so dumb, you know? It perpetuates this idea that we're airheads. And,
0: and then we're not even making an informed decision of why we're doing exactly. it. Exactly. And that is that is tough for girls that mm-hmm. are out there on the on these teens who truly do love what they're doing and maybe dealing with certain aspects of it that aren't great but when you're you know out there as a representative while this heat is coming attacking your industry and like making it seem like everybody's treated that way it does put you in a kind of screwy position because you don't know what you know you don't want to feel judged like that's like mm-hmm. somebody judging you for where you choose to work or like yeah. well, why would you want to work for Starbucks like you know like attacking mm-hmm. my ch- right. choices because employment. of their choices or whatever yeah. but it's just like that's not it just puts you in an awkward position. I just think everybody, it's been a rough year for pro and to some <laughs> yeah. extent. We're calling out some, like, I hope are considered highlights. But it's just, like, don't stop doing what you love, people. Like, you you know, you just take fight what, for better. Fight for better. Mm-hmm. And, and take what you love about the program and enjoy that and embrace that. You know, celebrate that. If you can be an agent of change on your team where you kind of, like, you know... Maybe you're just, you know, stepping up in the leadership role and just saying, you know, approaching your director. I mean, this is daring shit that I probably... I don't know that I would have done. You're so right. But it's like, what if you just decide, you know, girl on Team X, that, hey, all these articles speak to a few truths on this squad. You know, like, maybe there's some shit that we really should do to try to clean up. You actually have a lot at your, um, you know, a lot of weight behind you if you decided to say maybe just as a team like you know or just maybe you've just been having these conversations offline with your friends but if you just kind of try to informally gather everybody together to say you know everybody has like team bonding events yeah for sure what if you just kind of like step up into a leadership role to say you know what if we were to like make a list of like three things that we really just wanted to try to take to management and say is there another way to deal with x y and z You know, because we have these concerns, you know, we really don't think this is fair. We want to work with you and partner to try to figure out another way of getting at what we're, you know, getting at the issue. I think you have a lot. It's not like you're saying we're going to sue you if you don't do it, but it's just like a proactive way of trying to address issues on your team. And I think because of the climate, they're not in a position where they can just be exactly. shutting shut
1: you down. Anymore. They're going to
0: be scared that, oh no, the these next girls are going to together. Exactly. Maybe we should re-examine exactly. certain things that are in their
1: contract or exactly. that's going on. Or have a conversation with the director or whoever's in charge of these incidents that are happening. Turn their head they away can't away from it anymore. I mean, I mean, it's
0: like you're asking for... And I know it's risky because... If you're viewed as a troublemaker or something like that, or somebody who's trying to start Then just shit. blow it up and go to the media <laughs> and say, I was
1: kicked off because I said, this isn't okay. Yeah. And this you is, know? you know. I, I mean, happen. I would never do that. Honestly, no, no, no. I would feel like, I would just feel like, fine, if you're going to remove me from the team because I voice my opinion, you're, not, you the the the, you're not the team for me. team for me. And there's, I'm, not like there's plenty out there. You still got to audition and make it. Right. But it's kind of like, me yeah, right. But it's kind of like, just push it along then, you know, or I do think. something different.
0: And maybe you pick the low hanging fruit.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody
0: should be like, okay, girls, girls. <laughs> Nobody should be dancing, performing at events, making appearances if you're not compensated. That's just kind of like a. That's not gray. That's black and white. Yeah. So, okay, boom. You should be paid for. You should everything be paid for what that you're you do. Doing. That's in the story. If anybody's still, if they're on that okey doke shit and they're not doing that for you, you got a problem. But, like, for the low-hanging fruit, where it's just, like, how we're treated as a team, like, maybe how we're promoted, or maybe we could try doing something similar. Maybe you're taking ideas from what some of these teams are doing, and you're bringing Mm -hmm. it to your leadership to say, can we try something else? Can we, you know, I think this is, now's the time to raise your voices and just, like, and maybe in a a sense of partnership with your team. It's not adversarial. You're just saying, like, I have ideas of how we could make the squad better. What do you think about X? Put it in writing in an email, so that way you have it documented. But, you know, I just think it's it's the time for those types of conversations to develop. I think you have a different captive audience now. And I would challenge everybody just to kind of, once you make it back on the team. I was going to say, don't do
1: it now, <laughs> in the off-season.
0: <laughs> Wait until you're <laughs> back on the back team on the and team. a veteran. And yes. they're kind you know. of, like, you know. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think if there really are systemic issues on your team, and that you think you know some ways of making it better... Why not take a leadership role softly and delicately politically just do your research that. And, yeah. and
1: go about it in a smart
0: way but I agree let's do it yeah, come on freaking 2019 man right. let's just change the game change it Abby changed the game for NBA she, she did put spotlight on cheers
1: to her for sure and and you're right I loved how she approached it and it was just very like matter-of-fact like these girls cool? are doing this for free they're dancing at charity events for free or whatever they're doing like it, and it's just flat out not okay. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Right. Like, no
0: other job would just be like... I loved her demeanor. Mm-hmm. It was just very, like... I just say the facts. Like, what can you say? And she's just like, it's not an issue. These are, like, multi-billion dollar, billion. dollar teams. Like, it's not a lack of resources to, like, just fix it. Mm-hmm. Duh. And players, get on board. Okay. Done fussing again. <laughs> I'm <laughs> such an... I'm not an angry... Well, I'm not even drunk, but I'm mm-hmm. not even... I'm classy. I already said it. I'm yeah. Feisty. Yeah, classy is that how I describe myself? Yeah. Oh my gosh! So that was number two. That was number two. So our final number one
1: <gasps> fireworks, boom, 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 It is yes. bringing oh, it back from the very beginning. 35 years ago, the beginning they were of what? The cheerleading. The NFL. first cheerleading squad in the NFL was the Colts,
0: Indianapolis Colts. Break it down even further. The history of cheerleading. <laughs> Before those cults, the answer is who were the cheerleaders? It was the dudes, male cheerleaders, is what started it all. People, they were the yell leaders. George Bush was a freaking yell leader. Was he? Hell yeah, he was. In a little sweater and a little letter on it, (laughs) and a megaphone, and all that. And then what happened? They went to war, and then the guys went to
1: war, and so guess who had to pick up the slack for everything like we always do, right. with no reward or anything, exactly. raising the children, all that stuff, you know I mean? and working with the women.
0: Indianapolis Colts was the birth of NFL cheerleading as we know it, mm-hmm. and they just hit, so it's been 35
1: years. 35 years. They're really, they're like, you want to talk about like the Miami Dolphins and mm-hmm. all these teams that are really like trying to make a change, and they are making the launch of their new uniform, and just the way they're going about it, and their article was amazing that you sent me. It was oh my just gosh. Like, it was so empowering and just kind of like these women are leaders in the community
0: and they need to be seen as so. And it was just awesome. I mean, because let's be real, like what was it? Not this last game, but the game before. They did something that I've never seen done before. It was a little before. weird. We're also going to be straightforward. Like, yeah. I love what they're doing, but some of the stuff's Some of weird. the execution's we'll <laughs> a little, you know. I mean, maybe I would handle it differently. But they what sparked it was kind of the game that they. Um, allowed their cheerleaders to dress in attire that they would wear to work. So you had a school teacher and she had like a skirt and a cardigan and a you know, a little blouse. Glasses. I don't know. Yeah. Um <laughs> And whatever shoes that you would wear with that to dance in on the turf, like you dance the whole game in this outfit. There were like engineers that looked like crossing guards, but they weren't. They were just kind of like I believe this one was a bridge civil engineer. Oh, and that's what had, I was like wondering. her vest. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had it was um, a reflective vest. So I was like, yeah. They had a paralegal. She was like in a suit. Doctors, dance, yeah, nurses, Mom. pediatric nurses, um, super unique um, idea. And we have we're gonna put the links to their performance below. But did you feel it? Like, when I watched their dance, it was kind of like extra, extra, like... A kind piece. of. Like, I'm representing. Yes, yeah, like, it was like, like, I don't even know what they normally look like, but you could kind of tell that they were passionate about that performance. Like, I felt, I mean, because I don't even know how they were doing in the dances in some of these outfits, but it just felt like a freedom of expression and everybody was hella into it. And they just maybe felt like you're seeing me for the first time. Right. Like, you're looking at us on the field, because, like, what are they wearing? And did they each have a
1: sash that said said what they did as
0: a profession?
1: Mm -hmm. But I was like, what if you don't do anything? What would you dress? Wear a potato sack? A couch potato? Can I wear
0: the uniform (laughs) if this is, like, (laughs) my job? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. (laughs) But I I just thought it was very bold Mm -hmm. and attention-grabbing. I don't know that it needed. A ton of press outside of like the way that the Colts covered it. This is mean, but I, I mean, it's not like they look like Halloween
1: costumes. But I was like,
0: oh, are they like doing Halloween in December? It definitely was a little like um like a gimmick, a little bit. Yeah. But they did have a video. Like they really, their marketing department. I mean, I studied marketing when I was in college. Like on point in terms of partnering with them, so they're just not just like you know the cheerleaders trying to make this statement without being supported with messaging around it. So, like, you know, they had a video that that played in the stadium before they performed as part of that video so that people understood why they were dressed the way that they were. And then they, like, um, also have, like, a separate promotional video that they have on their YouTube because what else did they do? They revealed, like... Oh, the new uniform? The new uniform.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, everybody go check out their Instagram because it's only it's like what like 12 blocks of just the girl in the uniform the brand new they, uniform they launched they,
0: they removed all the other social media posts because too. they they want to change the entire way that they present the girls of their team from here on out so I guess it's but like like you new said, it's like
1: the whole organization backs them like their yeah. owner was saying these things in the article and, and saying how they're like you know part of the organization yeah, and they're do you really, really proud read it yes oh my
0: goodness okay growing up we looked up to these women, and now so many little girls continue to look up to these strong women who are physically fit and healthy and really take care of themselves, but also have such amazing compassion for others and have storied careers in their field, said Colt's owner and vice chair, Kaylin Jackson. So he's all up in the sauce, like yeah. really acknowledging that these women are more than just dancers mm-hmm. and performers, that they have, you know... a a story background like we're just with not just their careers There I shouldn't be too much focus on careers I think because it's kind of like that is part of you mm-hmm. that it's like it's not like I almost feel like the career angle is almost like hey they're not dumb they have they, you know we have engineers and right. like, I just don't you know but it's just the point that they actually are very accomplished in their life mm-hmm. in general and whatever way that you're accomplished being a mother is a huge accomplishment there could be so many other things so I wish it wasn't super super career focused or think, right. but yeah I agree but it was a way to get attention, mm-hmm. and I think they had like a reunion for the 35 years of being in existence. And I think just seeing all the generations of women that went through the program, they were really seeing that there's some stories to be told and celebrated mm-hmm. here. I mean, do you remember the Sea Cows reunion? I do. It was I mean, it was, it was fun. Talk One about of our last photos
1: bit. that we posted was from that because um, they found like you know it was 40 years. years. Yeah. Sweet. Wait. What?
0: How could that be true? Wasn't it 40 years? We were celebrating 40 years of <laughs> no. the Seahawks. Now what? I'm like, what? <laughs> we gotta do some math. Uh-oh. I think it was like the launch of... Because it was beyond seagulls. It wasn't just seagulls, that 40-year thing. I think it was okay. the anniversary of the team as a whole. We're definitely not the first. Okay, the Colts were around before we were. Yeah. Hold, please. We, figure this. we gotta do some math. Let's figure this out. Okay. Hold, Pause. please. Okay. Well, we are back. We now know that, yes, the Seagals celebrated a 40-year anniversary, but it was also part of the team, because the team had been in existence since 1976, and as part of that 40-year reunion celebration, we also did, like, a throwback reunion to all of our uniforms and performances of, like, routines that would have been, like, popping during that time. It was really cute. Yeah, it was fun. So, the... The Colts did a similar thing, so we were just kind of like, wait, who did it first? But I think because the Indianapolis Colts had moved around a little bit, maybe they were celebrating 35 years in Indianapolis as the Mm -hmm. Colts.
1: Regardless, Uh, they are making like a big launch and celebration about their tenor, you know, being where they're at. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada.
0: And so as part of that reunion, they realized like they had so many different stories, and they thought that they kind of needed to do a different on talking about the women of their team. There's some other really cool... um, Quotes from the article. Article, yeah. So they said, it's going to be a new look with a new uniform, but beyond that, I think it's looking at the program through a different lens and really trying to change some of the traditional stereotypes that have been associated with what or who a professional cheerleader is. We really want to make sure we're telling the stories of these amazing individuals, the fact that they have tremendous careers whether they're engineers or teachers, that they're passionate about their community, that they're involved in nonprofits and volunteering. We really want those stories to come to life in ways that maybe haven't in the past. So they're really trying to, like, big up everybody on their team as a whole individual. And then, I mean, even, like, getting the girls to tune into, like, a community service passion project. Like, as part of their season, they actually um, challenge the girls to raise awareness for a cause that they believed in, and then at the end, they picked a winner, so to speak, and gave them 10000 I believe it was, towards their cause. That monetary. is so cool, because
1: we did something similar, I think we've talked about it before, but it was kind of like, just, this is what I'm doing, and this yeah. is who I want to bring awareness to, and that was it. Right. But like, if there, I would, you know, probably would have gone crazy, crazy, right? cause crazy cause to actually raise money for that cause that I was passionate about, exactly. so that's super cool, it just seems like, so much support for the women and what they care about and their Mm -hmm. backgrounds and so and their
0: passions Mm -hmm. and then I think they were just there were some other points in this article where they were trying to say that um you know just young girls and like who actually do look up to cheerleaders and say I want to um be a part of that I want to become an NFL cheerleader and for it you know, not to have this cloud of shame or just concern around it because of everything that you've been hearing about. And she's like, for, you know, if someone says, hey, Dad, I want to be an NFL cheerleader when I grow up, uh, for him as a father to 110% fully support her wanting to take that route because it is an honorable thing to do as opposed mm-hmm. to something like what we've seen where it's like, why would you let your daughter, you know, like exactly. that negative attitude mm-hmm. about it. Um, so trying to change that perspective and, or perception of NFL cheerleaders I think is it's timely because I think, you know, people should somewhat be concerned about it. But I think there's so much that we can actually do that we're in a power to do to change that perception and that narrative about it. Um, and then, what should, did you like this part about like the cheerleader personality and like who we like? What does being a cheerleader actually mean? And like taking that and like even exploding upon that to like really highlight the type of people that end up being cheerleaders, and I'm not trying to say that it's a stereotype, but what do you think, like, what comes to mind when you think cheerleaders, like, positive, like, what Well, I that? think gorgeous, too. I do think there's, go- you know, yeah,
1: beauty in all different, you know, types of people, but I don't know if this pertains, but in that article, didn't they say that they want to kind of, not take away the magic, but that... Like, the uniform kind of isn't special. Yeah. Like, what all these girls have been told. Like, you're only special in the uniform. They're doing the opposite. And mm-hmm. we were kind of like, what? We looked at each yeah. other and we're
0: like... Well, because she was, like, saying, like, the whole glorification of mm-hmm. young girls wanting to wear the uniform one day and trying to take less, put less emphasis on the uniform and, and more, more about in it. who's in it. Who's I, I thought think, that was so cool. Yeah. What do we think about, like, the uniform itself?
1: You know, I th- there's certain aspects that I think are really cute, and I think there's certain aspects, um, which we kind of discussed off mic, that it's kind of like, what's wrong with showing a little more skin? It's very covered up. It's a one-piece with kind of like a skirt that goes high cut on the thigh, and then it kind of has like these shoulder pads that It's are a very, very remnant of like That's my really wedding cool. dress. I'm like,
0: ah, you know. It's a very Um, full skirt. It's full. It's It's not like the Charger Girls. I love their skirt where it's, like, high cut. There's a lot Um, of material going on. We'll we'll post a mm -hmm. link below. But there's, um, it definitely has, like, the, uh, um, I was saying Nancy Kerrigan, but, like, ice skater-ish. Yeah. Um. The material is very ice skater. It's, like, a
1: sheeny metallic white. And then there's just, like. Kind of a lot going on. There's like pearls yeah. and rhinestones all over the place. And it's full body, so I don't know if they're gonna have more than one and if this is just like their
0: glamour. Or I something. think it'll probably be their glamour. Um lots of detail, which is <clears throat> nice.
1: Oh, I get it now. The, it's horseshoes on the shoulders. Did you see oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well No keep, there, right there. Oh okay. Yeah. It's, different, it's different but you know, I feel like if you want to show your mid-drift or whatever, what's wrong with it? I mean, this—that's this, what I'm saying. It's this, almost like going back to where it's like, like
0: what we talked about before, where it's mm-hmm. like the more you cover up, the more legitimate somehow you make the costume and and uniform. It's like I just net. don't believe in that. Yeah, like, um, I think it's it's delicate and it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I just don't I don't love it, mm-hmm. but you know I get you would look cute in it though. I just envision you in yeah. it because they have like these.
1: Crazy rhinestone with fringe, like booties, white mm-hmm. booties, and I just totally to see you in it. See me in that? <laughs> I
0: would, I wouldn't feel sexy wearing this. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and so I would have a problem with it. I think the skirt is not flirty enough for my takes, and you know, it just has like a very. This reminds me of like the one-piece Patriots uniforms that are just. Mm. It's not like pleated cheerleading skirt, but look how much fabric there is there. Like I just, I'm not. A, in love with it. And
1: it has, like, a belt and everything. Let us know your thoughts. Um, yeah, let us know. Because I I'm mean, yeah. it's not, like,
0: ragging on it. I just, I personally wouldn't like it. No, I know what you mean. But, yeah. um, but it's a very super cool campaign, and I love that they have the whole entire organization behind the cause. I love that they're trying to talk about cheerleaders being cheerleaders off the field and being, like, a positive source of energy and encouragement in in the people who you know whose lives that you encounter every day like I do kind of think that it's some legitimacy to the thought of like cheerleaders are very outgoing you know they, they're welcoming they are I mean if I think of like a cheerleader personality I think you are pretty positive you're right. you're energetic you know you like people smiling you like people around you happy and you kind of have that personality to mm-hmm. and if you take you know, when you think about the world today and how negative and overwhelmingly negative hey, so it is on so many fronts and if more people were in this, not like being a cheerleader mindset, even, you know when I search on Twitter for like cheerleader for different search terms <laughs> what to figure comes this up? out Right now in the political climate it's like, they want it for people, it's almost like a derogatory term they use for people who like, are like, um, they're like cheerleaders of, if you're going to be a cheerleader of that cause so it's like this very like negative mm. um, connotation associated with it because you're just you're, you're just, just backing, backing it. Yeah, you're just backing it for no reason, even though, like, you don't have any basis for it. And I was like, how did cheerleader become from into this freaking mix? Like, right. that's not what I would consider to be, like, a, a cheerleader. But I just think it's really um, exciting to think about them, where they're going to go with this next year of marketing them in a way that really illustrates their personalities. I think highlighting their careers is a definite um, step in the right direction and show the, the depth of the women that make up the team. But, you know, it'll be really... I think they went all out with they it. They did. All out. Like, from the performance to the overhaul on social media to... And the backing of the
1: organization yeah. about, like, just truly wanting to celebrate the women who are part of their mm-hmm. organization. I mean, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. Like, it caught my eye. and Yeah. Um, we've been talking about it for a few, few days now, and mm-hmm. so I'm excited to see where they go from here after they launch because yeah. it's going to be for their new season new team
0: I think we're going to see a lot of uniform changes this mm-hmm. year I would bet money on it I think um, you know I mean we read the article where they were saying the Redskins' shooters had, like you know shrank their number of uniforms down to the like eight most conservative ones um, I'm not excited about this trend you know yeah. to kind of cover us up and make us look just it's don't... just perpetuating that we
1: should have been shameful for what we wore in exactly. the past or like it wasn't appropriate and it made people think certain things over other. Like yeah. I think you can do both. Right. You it's... can celebrate the woman in the uniform and have a sexy, attractive uniform and woman in it. There's exactly. and why it's can't like they go... go hand in hand? Exactly.
0: I, I cannot agree more. Yeah. But they keep saying, you know, it's a new chapter and a new era and you definitely want to see what they end up doing. Yeah. That's cool and exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, you know, I think we'll see possibly some revamping of programs. And there's a lot of history to celebrate, like we were just talking about, it being great if there was more of an attempt to celebrate the history of these Julian programs, so that people understand the depth and the, the evolution of each program. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a lost opportunity if you don't know the actual history of the program, where you came from, the women that have made up the squads. I mean... That's one thing I will say for the Dallas Cowboys and like some, I think Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings <laughs> as well, um, and you know some of the other teams like Redskins that have like a whole web page dedicated to the history of the program. It seems like the Dallas Cowboys really like make an effort to kind of connect the alumni with the current program. So it's not like you know I'm just on this team right now this year. Like you're understanding like what legacy you're a part of, and not just like the legacy of like the vets who were on the team before you, and you're, like, staring at the website, like, oh, I'm going to be on that team. But just, like, understanding the larger picture. And I think when we were rookies, there was a little bit more of that, I would say. You look back at old DVD highlight videos, right. so you got a sense of, mm-hmm. like, tradition and, like, what you were really becoming a part of. And... But they go even a step further, I think, with the Cowboys. Like, they have, like, an alumni brunch or some sort. They really do try really to so cool. connect everybody. But we
1: were saying that, that it's, like... It's a total missed opportunity because... Um, you just think about the directors that maybe have put in like 20 years yeah. and just even the funny pictures of those huge pom-poms they used to have, like that should just be a part of the page of a lot of the cheerleaders is just to have like our history. Right. And you know, maybe it'll make everybody else realize that they're truly part of the team. Right. And that they should be recognized as such that they've been here for 40 years too. Right. You know, like how is that not something to be celebrated and and recognized? And yeah. feel good about it. It's not right.
0: like, you know, it takes less emphasis on of this, you know, like, all of the negativity around what you're doing. It's showing you the rich culture and history of what you're a part of and makes you feel good about it. Mm-hmm. We should all feel good about what we do. Mm-hmm. And for everybody who's listening and aspiring to become an NFL cheerleader, like, pay attention to the teams that you, you know, want to audition for and look for... Th- Look for cues like that of, like, how they're talking about their girls, like, what you really want to identify with and be a part of, and let that be something that influences your decisions. Yeah. Because, you know, this is probably a trend that's going to keep up, so we'll have to see where they go with it. Yeah, we'll be reporting back. Yeah. But I could see their audition process even changing in terms of, like, what they want to focus in future and emphasize when they're picking people for their new team. Like, who fits this new world at order?
1: Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting, interesting to see how they change it. So that was our
0: countdown, oh my guys. Gosh. It's, it's a lot of big stuff,
1: 2018.
0: 2019 is going to be bomb. Yeah, it is. So we were going back and forth <laughs> about Locker Talk for this episode because once upon a time, at Thursday Night Football, uh, there was an incident. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, so to be honest, we were at the game last night and it was a total redemption game. I was nervous to go Mm -hmm. because uh, it was kind of the similar situation for Thursday night football where it was last minute. We got tickets from Monica again. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, I asked my work, hey, can I leave early? I was like super excited. I had just eaten lunch and so um, I jetted home. I rode up with my husband. And then it was like, okay, go have fun with Bakiba. And we were so excited. Oh my
0: gosh, we had Lindsay that was also at the game. And so we were just kind of like, this is
1: awesome. This is great. Yeah, the weather was awesome. Oh and yeah, it wasn't too cold. I was rocking my pro cheerleading podcast hoodie. And yes. I felt like super, like, oh my gosh, we're going to get free advertisement with me walking around. And yeah, we were really ready and yeah. just innocently. Excited to go to a regular right. season, because I think I went to a few preseason this year. And and that was a huge end. game. We're playing the Packers. You know, so we're, like, right. in it. And they've changed the stadium, so they've added some awesome new food, like, Izzel's, uh, chicken and waffles. Yes. Um, I actually don't know what else they have, but they're just really trying to, like, cater to, like, a more gourmet yeah. menu and all this stuff. And normally, the only thing you could get to drink there was beer or, like, Angry Orchard, right? Right. Which I don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink beer at all. So I was like, Makiba, when I came for preseason, they have rosé at a can. Are you down? And you're like, yes. <laughs> and so we went. So you can get two at a time. So we went twice. So we had two cans. And we were just cans. thinking, you know,
0: we don't want to be missing all the action. We're just going to get right. cans to, like, have on hand. And they're, like, cans the size of, like, <laughs> a... a Red Bull or something exactly, and and you crack the sucker open and it tastes like a Red Bull. For crying out loud, it tastes delicious. It tastes yummy. And next thing you know, we are we were two cans in when we thought, oh, let's get one before halftime. I think it was Mm -hmm. maybe just so that we don't have to go like second half or whatever. Go get our little second two. I was feeling fine. Uh, This is kind of like a
1: you know public service announcement too. Be careful at the games, okay? It's called new Pink can. Beware. Beware. <laughs> it's delicious. And it sneaks up on you. But regardless of that, I don't know what happened because let's just be true. It's truth behind the palms. Yes. We've traveled together many places. We've gone to Vegas. We've everywhere. gone to New Orleans. We've been to Philly. We've been to a handful oh, of God. bachelorette parties. Just a lot of fun, place. right? Yeah. And I, some people seem to think that I something was slipped in my drink. So From just... If if there wasn't, and it was totally just on me, which I'm going to take responsibility for, but that does happen, people, so yeah. watch your stuff. Right. Because, Makiba, I don't know what time it was, because I definitely started to have a lot of fun and kind of not remember things.
0: Pretty quickly. And uh, it was like, well, I just, everything, everything was fine. And again, we also have another third party that we want to identify that experienced something similar with these cans of freaking rosé. So we're just going to say that it's the rosé in the can okay. that we Explain should be that. careful of. But uh, I would say it was like third
1: quarter. Okay. She was like, I need to go to the bathroom. Well, you said you needed to go I to the bathroom. I did? Yeah. But it was
0: like <laughs> a potty break, not like a I feel ill, I need okay. the bathroom moment. So we just like sashayed to the bathroom. You know, we didn't like meet me here when you're done or any kind of like pre Right, because i just about me in and out. Yeah, so... I go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom, I come out to wait in the little outside area and mm-hmm. I start talking shit to a Packers fan. You did? Like, just kind of, you know, just shooting the shit. And was then it you cute? It was a woman. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> was so, she cute? Was she cute? <laughs> no. Um, so I'm talking to her, and then, like, I'm like, well, did Brittany go out the other exit or something? And I was just like, oh, maybe she was just like, you know what, I don't need to hold your hand and walk back to your seat. So I was like, let me just, I think I went through the bathroom and called for you, and I didn't hear anything, and so... Oh, I heard you. You heard me? <laughs> yes. Okay. So now we should say where, what I was doing.
1: What were so, you doing, Brittany? I don't know why, but right when I got to the bathroom, I realized I was going to be sick. Mm-hmm. So I was basically sitting on the bathroom seat getting sick in between my feet. Okay. <laughs> it rhymes. So <laughs> oh, I heard God. you go, Brittany, Brittany, and I was like, ugh. Like, I couldn't talk. I felt gotcha. like... I couldn't speak, I couldn't move, like I couldn't do anything. You're and I was in the like, moment. Yeah, and I, my mind was like, Oh my gosh, Brittany, like, get yourself together. Your friend's calling for you, like she's concerned. Okay, then you go away. I did go away. And I continued like, get of sick.
0: Searching for Brittany, the search party. So your husband is there in his, you know, in your season ticket seats. And um, I just walked back and I was walking around like a little lonely. <laughs> How did you feel in this moment? Because we were about
1: the same amount of cans. In. I felt
0: very um, fine. Fine. And then I, because I went back and I would think I watched some more of the game, I sipped some more of my can. So <laughs> I was just like, she's going to show up anyway. Yeah. Then when you didn't show up, that, I was like, a lot of times like, I was. It's nothing, you know? you know? Like you could have been having a moment, yeah. a different kind of moment in fashion, right. you know? <laughs> Who knows? No judgment. So I'm trying to, you know, give it some time. And then I was like, so I was like, oh, maybe you went and sat up with Anthony. So I like go up and I go try to find him, and then I was, and he looked at me like, girl, what you doing with my wife? Like, what do you mean you can't find her? And I was just like, oh, never mind. But she just probably, I just really like got away real quick. Yeah, like, okay, now I gotta find, find know. her because he thinks I lost my best friend. So then I'm like, looking for you. Um, I went back and then to the bathroom. You did. Like, oh, I heard Brittany. Brittany, are you in there? Are you okay? And I was like. Ugh. And then I go back to the seats mm-hmm. I probably had a sort of stress drink or two Like, um, I can't find her, I don't know what's going on I didn't think for two seconds that you'd be sick Then Lindsay decides to come down And I was like, Lindsay, I can't find Brittany <laughs> <laughs> Please help So she's like, come on, let's go find her And then I think at some point Anthony told us That he heard from you What was your phone call on the So bathroom? I <laughs> called Anthony Or Anthony called me, I think And he okay. was like, hey,
1: like, we keep looking for you, where are you at? And I was like I'll see you tomorrow. Like, in my mind, I was like, okay, at most, the workers will find me when they clean the bathrooms, but I cannot move right now. Uh, I just need to stay the night here. So I was like, "Babe, I'll see you in the morning." And he was like, "What do you mean I'll see you in the morning? Like, where are you?" And I'm like, "I'm in the bathroom. I just can't. I'm getting sick. I can't move. Oh, I don't. Oh I don't want to go home. Like, I just want to go to sleep." And he was like, "You need to find the key best. That's She's when for he you. like
0: reached out and was like, "She's in the bathroom." So Lindsay and I approach the bathroom. I look under stalls and look for your feet. I see you, and I'm like peeking through the corner of the or the slit in the back of the stall. And I was like, Brittany, and you like lifted your head up and your ponytail was like cocked to the side Total like uh, just like makeup all over your face, like your mascara was on your cheeks. It was a little just,
1: throw up on that hoodie from K Lady Podcast.
0: <laughs> such a joke. So I don't know,
1: I stood up and I opened the stall and I saw you and Lindsay and you guys just look like angels about
0: to rescue <laughs> me. No, so and we you have clean to clean you up. up. We have to clean you up. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, you, you guys. Have, why are we doing this, rocket Talk? The, oh, it gets yeah. worse. This is Brittany's moment. I have, I have some updates later. Um, but uh, Brittany is a G because she. We cleaned you up. Well, Anthony said he had most of the weight on his shoulder, and rest. he said I looked like a hot mess when I came out of the bathroom. He's
1: like, "You look like a hot mess. You have makeup everywhere. Like you are not coherent." And he knows me too, so he yeah. was like, "That's why a lot of people think that something else happened to my drink or something." Or maybe I didn't eat enough that day. Something happened because that is not my normal it's the, reaction It's the freaking rosé. It's, it's the probably the rosé. I,
0: I think it's the I can. need to look at the alcohol content on that because maybe it's more. I mean, maybe we shouldn't drink four. No, but, we shouldn't, guys. But, I mean, you know. You know, it, learn from our mistakes. Okay. Well, somebody tested three and it was still too much.com. com. So, yeah. I just think people Sorry, guys. My too. dog's trying to get in. Hi. okay. <laughs> so... Yes. So, but you are really impressive because even though, you know, Anthony may have had more of you on his shoulder, I was on one side, he was on the other, and you had your shoulders, your arms around us, and she walked hella far. Like, if anybody knows what it's like to exit a stadium, like, you have hella time just to get to the damn street. Right. And then she walked so, so far. Like, and it was like little Flintstone feet. Like, you were moving your feet, and <laughs> we were just kind of steering you along. But you, were. you You walked so, so far. So so far to get to the car.
1: I don't remember that walk, but I don't. made a
0: few long blocks. Right, hella long so, blocks from
1: the stadium to Krispy Kreme. Don't looking mess. a fool in our pro cheerleading podcast hoodie.
0: Oh well. I think you were. I think you did great. Okay, thank I know you. I'm your best friend, but you did great. Thank I you think to Lindsay and you for like rescuing we me. We were and, on. We were on duty. We were yeah. just so in the cut, like ready to make sure you were safely to the car. So you get to the car. I drive. I walk. Lindsay to her car, she drops me off up the hill, I live right up the hill, I walk upstairs, I remember everything so vividly, until I go to the bathroom, to use the bathroom, as soon as I stood up from using said bathroom, I apparently just went from 0 to 100 real quick, in the drunk is fast, the part, <laughs> so I have two kids, <laughs> and I usually talk to my kids when I get home. And so, apparently, I came barreling out of the bathroom, like, crashing down the hallway. And <laughs> <laughs> my kids were like... Simone recorded it. Oh, my God. My kids were just like, what is actually happening? They thought I was, like, exagger- or like playing around. And, and they didn't... They've never seen me drunk. Uh, this is great. Um, yeah. They got great. it on recording. So, my daughter just figured, I just need to kind of get my phone and put it underneath my mom's chair so she doesn't know... <laughs> You said the funniest things,
1: because you sent me that video. I think it is now since deleted, so Thank nobody so has much. access to it Please. at all. Oh but my gosh. The things you were saying, weren't you like, I can't find my CD-ROM. I can't find my
0: CD-ROM. Oh, because the back to my earring is like the shape of a circle. Oh, right. It does. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like a di- I don't, it does not make sense. I, you're so sweet. Um, but, like, <laughs> apparently I was taking my earrings off, and I dropped one of the backs of my earrings, and I asked my kids, like, where's the computer it's to my computer? <laughs> And they look, my son goes and brings my laptop and he's like, you want your computer? And I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, the computer does. They were laughing. Computer. They thought it was so oh funny. Oh my gosh. It my daughter so asked funny. me what year she was born and I said 1995. Like just all kinds of inaccurate shit and uh, just really, I called her husband and try to apologize for losing you, and like check on me and stuff. Yes. And he was like,
1: "Yeah, she's fine." And then you were like, "Tortilla chips? You got those? You got those?" She's and worse by
0: those shits. <laughs> I, so the best part of this is waking up in the morning and um, my daughter coming into my bedroom and saying, "I have something to show you." And I was like, "What?" She gives me her phone and proceeds to play three long ass videos of my antics. And I wouldn't have believed it if the kids told me that that's how I behaved. I'd be like, "Yeah, right." Yeah. I wouldn't have believed it. But it's the rose. Um, Don't it's do the rose. it. But we had a
1: great time last night at the game. Yeah. It was my redemption gri- 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 <laughs> <laughs> My redemption game and I didn't have a drop
0: and You stay away from the rose. Yeah.
1: I think there's something in those cans, so just watch out. Ladies, beware. Yeah. The
0: rose. Hell no rose. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> That's your not just, a new, a no. Okay on no. the rose it's, for me. Yeah, but so, it was too funny not to It share. was so funny. And We've been sitting on the story for a little bit. Like, should but we share? I'm rather embarrassed. If you saw me, give me a shout out <laughs> uh, that I was like Frankenstein walking through the streets of Seattle after the game. But it was not one of
0: my proudest moments. Um, me neither as a mother. I mean, my kids um, <laughs> definitely saw a side of me that they haven't before. and they still love me. Yeah, Maybe. of course. You, know. they,
1: you guys have a great relationship. You're so funny with them. And they just... Great relationship, you know. Except my daughter told me. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me what I want for Christmas, or I want to post this. But, you know, leaving it in 2018. Yes, moving Only beginners. good, positive things and 2019 better drinks in yes. 2019. Stick with the Not pieces. too many. Yeah, you exactly. Know. Rose, <sighs> it's crazy. All right. Happy
0: New Year, you guys. Happy Thanks so much freaking for listening. New Year. We didn't want you guys to just forget about us, so boom, there it is. Yep. A new episode just to. You know, like while you're cleaning house or whatever you're doing for
1: your Getting waiter. ready for your celebration. Writing out your resolutions, whatever. And we're so excited for the launch. launch. date. Yep. January 16th, we're having Weed Them Boys, which we're going to be interviewing four guys in our lives that yes. um, are just going to give their take on all the topics we've covered in season one. Yeah. So stay tuned. The male
0: perspective, super interesting. I could interview guys all day long, I think it's... Super interesting. We have a lot to say, and we are going to capture it all for our season launch of season two. Season two? Is that what I'm going to say?
1: <laughs> Damn it, it's going to be good. don't yeah. want to miss it. Don't so. miss it. Stay tuned.
0: Happy freaking New Year. Happy New Year.
1: Thanks for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a comment, or review.
0: Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at Pro Cheerleading Podcast, and also on Twitter at Pro Cheer Podcast.
1: This is Brittany
0: and Makiba. Until next time,
1: keep your eyes on the sidelines.